In the last episode, I showed you how to create a checkout process by integrating Active Merchant into your Rails application, where you, the user just comes here and fills out the card information, and they stay on your site the entire time to complete the purchase. In this episode, I want to show you how to integrate PayPal's Express Checkout solution into this site as well. So that way, we can have another button here on the shopping cart page that says Checkout using PayPal's Express Checkout, so the users have another way to um, perform a purchase. And also, because PayPal actually requires we offer an Express Checkout solution if we're using their payment gateway, like we are here. So basically how that works when the user clicks the button, they will be redirected to PayPal's site where they can fill in their login information, which will take them back to our site where they can complete the purchase and uh, their PayPal account will be charged rather than having to fill out uh, credit card information and so on. Now the code base I'll be using in this application is what we wrote in our previous episode, so go uh, refer back to that if anything looks unfamiliar to you. And anyway, one thing, one of the things that we set up in that episode is our payment gateway in our development and production and test environment files. So here we uh, create an active merchant PayPal gateway and set that to a constant. Now, we'll also use active merchant for PayPal's Express gateway. So what I want to do is actually create a second gateway for handling PayPal Express. And that's actually going to use the same login uh, credentials as our existing PayPal gateway. So I'll just call this Express Gateway, and I'll call this one Standard Gateway to differentiate it. Now uh, it's probably not a good idea to just duplicate our, con our um, login credentials like this, so let me adjust this slightly to uh, clean it up a bit. Set that to a hash, and that way we can just use that hash when we create our two uh, gateways here. Oh, and I nearly forgot the most important part, which is to set our PayPal gateway to PayPal Express gateway for our Express version. So now we have two different gateways that we can use to uh, handle uh, whether we're doing a primary checkout on our site or using an Express checkout. And inside of our production config, let's do that same thing where we have the two separate gateways. And finally, the test environment config file. Uh, let's just duplicate this bogus gateway and give them the proper names, standard gateway and express gateway. Now in your tests, you may need to uh, stub out some of the express gateway methods so that it handles the behavior properly. Next, let's work on adding the express checkout button to our cart page. Now the question is, what URL should this express checkout button go to? It can't go straight to PayPal site because we need to do a few setup things on our site first and then redirect the user to PayPal. So the question is we need to have some kind of action or controller action to handle this behavior when the user clicks on the button. Okay, so to handle this, I'm going to create a new action in our orders controller called express. Now this defies the the uh, current RESTful style controller actions a little bit, but I think it's okay because you can think of it as creating a new express order. Anyway, here's what it might look like. Um, it's a little bit complicated, but let me just walk you through it. Basically, we're going to access our express gateway constant that we set up in our environment. That's our active merchant gateway. And calling setup purchase on it, what it will do is it basically communicates with PayPal in the background and prepares it for the purchase. We pass in our cost of the order, so far, and uh, our user's IP address, 
and then the return URL for when the user completes the PayPal side of things and wants to return to our um, order and complete the purchase. So we're going to go to the new order URL, which is this action here. And then if the user chooses to cancel the, uh, the purchase, then we're just going to go back to the products URL, which is the main um, page of the site. And then finally, we're going to redirect to PayPal's site. And to get that URL, we just call Express Gateway, redirect to URL, and then pass it our responses token, which is returned uh, when we set up our purchase. So quite a bit going on here, but just think of it as two steps, communicating with PayPal to set up the purchase and then redirecting the user to PayPal. Anyway, because this is a non-restful style action in our controller, we need to set it up in our routes file. So here's what our routes file looks like. And what we want to do is extend our orders resource by calling new on here and passing a hash of actions that are basically designed for adding new orders. So we can say um, express, and then it's a git request that the user will go to for that. And so that way the user will be able to access this express um, action. And now finally going to our cart page, we can add that express checkout button at the bottom. It might look something like this. Uh, we have an image tag going to our PayPal's URL. By, by the way, they want you to use their checkout button instead of um, hosting it on your end just in case they update it. And then that's going to have a link which goes to our express new order path, which will go to that express action which, which we set up in our orders controller. And that'll end up redirecting the user to PayPal once it sets up the purchase with it. All right, now let's give this a try. If we reload our page here, um, we get our express checkout button. If we click it, it should take us to PayPal sandbox and ask us to log in with our uh, PayPal account. And there we go, there's our login page. Let's fill in the password, log in. And that asks us to confirm our information, which we can uh, say continue then. And this is where it takes us back to our site. As you can see, this is taking us to our new order page, which is what we want, but it doesn't look at all like we want it to. We want this to be more of a confirmation page rather than a, a page full of fields where they fill in their uh, credit card information, because obviously they're paying through PayPal. They don't need to fill in this extra information. Now pay special attention to the parameters which are passed into this page. Notice there's a token parameter, which we're going to use throughout the rest of this application to distinguish an express checkout order from a normal order. So we can assign this to an order and then check if it um, has a token and then handle the behavior of the order a little bit differently if it does so it works better with the uh, express checkout behavior. Okay, so we know we need to store the token inside of an order. So let's add a column to our, uh, um, our orders table just with generate migration, add um, express token to orders. So we want it to be, to be called express token, uh, which will be a string. And I'm also going to add our express payer ID, which will be a string as well. And that's another attribute that PayPal sends us. And it's just a good idea to store that in the database as well. All right, and then let's run the migrations. Okay, so now we have that express token column that we can add, assign our um, token parameter to that's passed in when we build a new order from PayPal Express. And then going to our order form, we can check if this attribute is set and change the behavior here a bit. So we can say if our 
order uh, express token is blank, then we want to display these same form fields. Otherwise, let's, um, I'll just put a simple to do here for uh, display order confirmation details. Okay, so now when we reload this page, we now get our to-do uh, details here uh, because our token is set, so it's considered an express uh, order. So we want to display some of the user's information that they submitted on PayPal's site onto this order confirmation page. So how do we communicate with PayPal and gather those details to display here? Well, um, Active Record provides a method for doing just that on our PayPal Express gateway. Now inside of our order model, this is where I want to gather the user's information from PayPal and set the attributes on our order model itself. Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of a trick here and actually override our express token setter method. So it might look something like this. And so this method will be triggered and called when we set our express token attribute in our controller. And so what we're going to do here is set our express token like we did before except we're also going to make this a little bit smarter and if this is a new record if this order is a new record we'll actually gather some more details from PayPal and fill in all the other attributes we can on our order model um, such as the first and last name and including our express payer ID column which we created in our in our migration uh, we're just going to grab those details from PayPal and so if you have the billing address and shipping address information inside these this order model as columns then you could just fill out all these details here that you gather from PayPal. And so now going back to this confirmation page, our order will instantly be filled with all of PayPal's information, such as their billing address and shipping address, if you have them. Uh, for now, I'm just going to fill in their name attribute and just say um, order.firstName and the order.lastName. And these really should be protected here. There we go. And so now when we reload this page here, you can see we now have our name here as test user, which was submitted through PayPal, and our application got that information from PayPal behind the scenes in the background. And of course, you would have all the other details of here with the shipping address information. And you'd probably also want to redisplay the cart line item information on this confirmation page as well. But I'll leave adding those details up to you as an exercise. So let's move on and actually get this complete order button working so the purchase functionality works with our express checkout. So right now when the user clicks this complete order button, we're going to lose that token because the, that PayPal token is not carried across. So we'll need to add a hidden field here um, called uh, express token. So that will take the order's express token attribute and make it a field so it will be submitted along with the form. And the really nice thing about this is that our express token column, when it sets again in our order model, this will be triggered again and then we will gather our details from PayPal again, which is actually just what we want because we want to um, fetch those details again so we can save them to our database when we actually save our order. Okay, so the final step that we need to do is handle this purchase method so it works for both our standard gateway, which by the way, we need to rename this to standard gateway, and our um, express gateway. So we need to change this behavior of this purchase method 
a little bit. Now the rest of this method will actually work for both in creating the transaction, updating the card, and so on. So let's just move this purchase part into a separate method called uh, process purchase. And let's make that method down here. But we also want to make this conditional so that if our express token is set, then um, if it's actually blank, then we want to do our standard gateway. Otherwise, we want to use our express gateway. And our express gateway will actually be very similar behavior, except we don't pass in our credit card information. We just pass in our price. And we need to include a different set of options here. So what I'm going to do is rename this a little bit to express purchase options and standard purchase options. So let's make that express purchase options here. Now we still need to include our user's IP address, uh, but everything else is different. We want our token in there, so that way a PayPal knows which um, order this is matching up to. So this is just our express um, token. And then we also want our uh, payer ID in here as another option to pass into PayPal, which is our express payer ID, which is set when we set our express token back up here in our setter method right here. And that's really all there is to it. Let's try completing this order and see if it works. And it didn't. We get an error because it's looking for uh, credit card validations, which it shouldn't be validating the credit card at all when we're doing Express Gateway. So we need to fix this by um, changing the behavior of our validations depending on if it's, we're using Express Gateway or not. And back into our order model, here's where we're validating our card, and that's quite easy to do. Uh, let me just change this to an if condition so it's a little more clear. And so we can say um, if our express token is blank and our credit card is not valid, then we want to handle our validations. All right, now let's try submitting this again. It takes a few seconds to process the order because it's communicating with PayPal, and then we get our success message. So great, looks like this is working. Uh, so that's pretty much it for this episode. We've successfully gave the user another option to complete a checkout using PayPal's Express Checkout solution without too much effort in extending our order model behavior. And that also wraps up the series on using PayPal uh, to handle a checkout process. Now, I also plan on covering recurring billing sometime in the future, but I need to do a bit more research on that topic before I do. So expect a few more regular Railscast episodes uh, in the upcoming weeks, and then maybe an episode on recurring billing. This episode is sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. There you will find high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.